When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I was trying to pick it up and then I made a bigger mess. You got a wet wipe out there? Uh, we're going to get in trouble and it's going to be fine. I'm going to clean it up in the next break. You better. Uh, I promise you I don't because I don't want to get you know murdered blame, any more than you. They're going to blame me more than they blame you anyway. No, they blame me plenty. <laughs> You just get blamed uh, for different things. That's true. I'm the messy, stinky one. That's true. Um, there's more than enough to go around. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. That's actually our motto. There's more than enough to go around of the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's My true. Talk 1071 live at the Minnesota State Fair, making a mess right here, live on stage. Lucky. Um, lucky. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. All right, we've got a question for you. What's your question? The question is What is the creepiest brand mascot? Six five one six four one, one zero seven one. Why am I asking? You ask. Uh, actually, I do want to know why you're asking what the creepiest brand mascot is. So I was thinking because I was listening earlier this morning to our friends Donna and Steve, and they were talking about Grimace and what Grimace actually is, which shocked isn't me and just, surprised me. Isn't he just like a purple thumb? No. Do you know what he is? What? He's a taste bud. What? True. That is. That sounds like some. That is according to a longtime uh, McDonald's manager. It is like not ever outwardly spoken, but it is oh, like well known inside the walls of McDonald's. Yeah, view. Like I'm when... looking at the wiki, and it says that Grimace is an anthropomorphic being of indeterminate species. I mean, taste, a taste bud. bud. I would take issue with. The uh, I'm provenance just saying of that, but I that appreciate is what the story. I heard on Donna and Steve, well, and they reported it as though. What do it was we know fat. about Hollywood? Nothing is real, and everything everyone smokes. Donna and Steve both smoke heavily and drink <laughs> heavily as well. Anywho, anywho, it, but I but I was thinking about it. Got me thinking. I thought Grimace is weird. Grimace is just kind of weird and creepy. But I don't think Grimace is the weirdest and the creepiest brand what is, mascot. What's the weirdest and creepiest? The king. The, the king. Burger King King? Oh, why does that creep you out? Are you not creeped out by the large-headed Burger King King? Do you remember that? When it would, like... Well, I when do the remember... commercials were, like, it would creep up and, like, look in windows? That was creepy. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember that? Vaguely. 651-641-1071. What is the creepiest brand mascot? Bradley, does anything spring to your mind as you do a jig? Yeah, I've got several, but the first one that springs to mind is, and I don't know what the name is. It's like Mrs. Johnson or something. Do you remember those Snickers commercials where <gasps> the, yes. the like weird puppet lady was like walking down the aisle putting Snickers yes. in her cart? Yes. Um, I don't know if that person has a name, 
But uh, I love that you just named her Mrs. Johnson. Well, because I think it was like a nor- like a nondescript name right. if there was, in fact, a name attached to this character. Right. By the way, a parade has just begun in our honor. Now is the time. So we're going to just stop doing our show. It and- is our last parade. Yeah. There you go. Good job, you guys. Thank you. Keep up the good work. We should just have them come back at 2.45 and do the throwback live. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) All right. uh, 651-641-1071. What is the creepiest brand mascot? Well, we do have a caller on the line. Wonderful. Holly, who do we have on the line? Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary, what is the creepiest brand mascot? It is the Domino's Noid. Oh, the Noid. Oh, yes. That's a good one, Mary. Avoid the Noid. That yeah, is a good he one. Is annoying. Yeah, that's annoying. true. They should have renamed it, or or, yeah. or so they named it appropriately. Thank you very much, Mary. Yes, the Noid. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is the creepiest brand mascot? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. Don't even send. I don't even send me emails. Max Headroom, creepy. Oh sure, yeah. I had totally forgotten about Max. And Hedrum. he was creepy. Pretty creepy. And then, why do you think people are going to complain? I don't know. First uh, some of all, people I think like First him. of all, nobody listening. Pro- well, I shouldn't say nobody listening because our audience probably knows full That's well what, who Max Headroom is. Yeah. But I don't feel like I feel like they would agree with you. But do you remember? And I thought that was weird. They made a whole TV show out of him. So creepy. That must not have lasted long. I, it didn't. I don't think the TV show itself lasted long. But uh, he wasn't. He was that Coke. Max yeah, Headroom? Yes. Yeah, it was Coke. Um, Holly, do, do we have any other callers? We don't. I feel like you have a really good idea of the creepiest brand mascot. Yes. It's the Quizno Sponge Monkeys. We oh, love yeah. the subs. We love the subs. This they're good to us. Commercial. Do you have that handy we by any the chance? Subs. There it is. Yeah. Well, this is the one, the sort of... The quintessential. (laughs) They are warm because they. This is the quintessential like creepy mascot, right? Because it was intentionally made to be off and slightly bizarre. Yeah, and it was both of those things. Everybody was like, "I don't know what that is. It scares me." Yeah, but it's oddly also making me want to quiz nose. It was strangely intriguing, right? Like it was like um they they were like uh they were like animated collages. But like yeah. weird collages. Yep. Yeah. Also got to give a shout out to Gritty, the mascot of the Philadelphia Flyers. I mean, I know he's very beloved. Oh, is that the thing with the orange thing? Yeah. Yeah. That, I got to look I, that up. That, I don't one know that one does scare me because mm-hmm. he has he has a cheat or I don't know what uh, how to refer to that. Oh, creature. Maybe, maybe just. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that they, thing is weird. Uh-huh. They that scare is... me quite often in uh I, because I feel like they're in social media like on commercials and things. Yeah. Right? Ish. No thank you. Yeah. No thank you. I'm trying to think of other creep I thought of the Noid. The Noid was definitely yep. creepy. I will say traditionally I found Ronald McDonald to be incredibly Agreed. creepy. Agreed. And there used to be a giant post uh not poster billboard on the way to Mall of America on Oh, I forget what freeway that is. 77 or 494? No, four, it must have been 494 coming west towards the, the mall from St. Paul. Mm-hmm. And there was a big billboard with a big uh, 
Ronald McDonald head, uh-huh. and I had to drive by that every day to go to work, and it scared the bejeebers out of me because it's his eyeballs just followed you. Ooh. Yeah. So you know, I have a thing about clowns, right? And do you know what I noticed? Well, who doesn't? Right. But you know what I noticed like two days ago. Because it scared me. There's this, do you know that there's a clown statue across the street from us, like right no. over there? Look over there. There's like four balloons, and it's just a clown holding. Where do you see this? Oh, it's right across the street. There's also a garbage can at the Minnesota State Fair. Yes, that's the shape like of a, a clown, clown mouth. Ah! It's super freaky. Let's go to Missy. Oh, hi, Missy. Hi, Missy. Missy, uh, what is the creepiest brand mascot? Hi, Missy. Oh, hi. Sorry. It's okay. What's uh, the mine creepiest is the brand mascot? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, the Cinnamon I, Toast I, Crunch. I, I, here's the facts. I don't understand why they're trying to eat each other. It makes no sense. You're right. That doesn't make any sense. Also, I don't want the mascot to look like the thing I'm going to eat. I, I, I can right? agree more. Thank you. Thank you for your call. Have a great day. Uh, all right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... Um, we're going to wrap this parade up and we're going to talk to our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies. One of the things I know he's going to tell us about is Cinderella. Yep. We've been dying Whether to hear it's worth watching how or this not. movie is. We'll talk to him after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we are midway through our final Minnesota State Fair parade on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies is here with us to tell us what we should be watching. And we are going to attempt to have a normal conversation <laughs> with him. Hello, Paul. Poor Paul. You get the raid stick. <laughs> <laughs> happens every year. Oh, my gosh. Paul, I'm, I'm trying to listen intently because I'm going to take things out of order. Uh, That's because we're dying we to, to know. How, we're dying to know how Cinderella is. You, how do you think it's going to be? Let me put it that way. It's okay. Terrible. Good. That's a great not, question. Not That's probably awful. all that good, Paul. <laughs> no, that it really just is a big mess. Basically, kind of from start to finish. I mean, we all know the story of Cinderella, and they keep trying to claim that it's this fresh take, and that take kind of is her who wants Cinderella that wants to be this fashion designer, and she's spunky and she's very independent. She doesn't really care about meeting the prince, I would say. And then she's visited by her fairy godmother, Fab G, played by Billy Porter. And it's basically a big movie musical. They turn it into kind of a Baz Luhrmann does Romeo and Juliet type, where it's, you know, White Stripes, Madonna, Salt and Pepper. So all these songs that we will know that the cast is singing and dancing to. So there's, like, good production members, if you will. When you said Baz Luhrmann, uh, I was thinking it's probably more like Bad Luhrmann. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and this is the, the writer of the Pitch Perfect movie. So it's in her wheelhouse. But I think that this movie caters to really young kids who aren't then going to know the music that these characters are singing. Well, I was going to say, I, it seems like from and even one of the blind items that Holly read, that this is going to be aimed at a younger audience and probably one that doesn't have such fixed ideas about what a Cinderella story needs to include. Right. Yeah. I don't. I mean, they may care that she falls in love with the prince. Maybe that's what they're going to go in for, or they just want to see a fun female character and and hear good music. So I could see really little kids bopping around into the living room as the movie's playing, maybe pretending to sing along, maybe loving the costumes because the costumes are cool, um, and 
that's about all that this movie has going for it. Great supporting cast. Adina Menzel, Grace, Pierce Brosnan, and Minnie Driver are the prince's parents. They're, they're a lot of fun. They're playful. They know what movie they're in. It's our main actress. Quotes around that word is the big yeah. problem here. Yeah. Quote, wait, quotes around actress? <laughs> yes. Yes. So Camila Cabello, if people don't know, Camila Cabello is playing Cinderella. This is her film debut, and she does not know how to act. I think they've really made this movie to be for her, but she is severely lacking any sort of acting experience. Her line deliveries are terrible. They're forced. They're very static. It's like, I'm supposed to be attitude heavy here. I'm supposed to be funny on this line. I'm supposed to have anger on this line. There's like no connection to any sort of character development. I know that seems weird to say in a Cinderella movie, but I wanted to feel something, some sort of connection, and none of that is happening. Right. That's unfortunate. So um, is it just, you know, that the acting is so obviously bad that sort of <laughs> harshes the mellow of this particular film, or it, it, are there a lot of problematic things going on that combine think, to uh, make it a, a stinker? I mean, I think there's a lot of problematic things. I think she's the main the main problem here. If you're not even in care for this, the, the title character and her journey, then why bother? Like, there's just no chemistry. I didn't feel any sort of magic in this movie. You know, she's supposed to transform from, like, this, you know poor woman to like princess and there's no transformation here i don't even think she sings very well in the movie she's got like this empowering anthem called million to one and she way over sings it. it doesn't sound very good um i think that if you saw the lily james version or even the brandy version you would feel that spark you feel that ma that magic and that is just not happening here and then you have james corden as the mouse one of the, the mice that becomes the like carriage man which is so pointless there's no reason for him to be in this movie. And then, yeah, dumb. Bad. That's unfortunate. Oh, Paul, I love it so much. How many ticket stubs for Cinderella? So, I'm giving it two out of five because I think that little kids will like it. And some of the production numbers are fun. You're fun. saying, like, you know, humans with no discerning taste will like right. it. If you, yeah, if you've got, like, a four- or five-year-old that loves princesses, throw yeah. on the Amazon Prime while you're doing laundry. Your kids will love it. You know, but that's it. I don't think that music theater fans are going to love it. I don't think that people that love Disney... It's not a Disney movie. I, I should make that clear. But they're not going to like it. Right. All right. Well, that's good to know. Okay. Thanks, Paul. You know, Paul, I'm going to let yeah. you decide what's next. Because I want you to take us on whatever journey you would like to guide us on now. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so there's a really... I mean, I love Marvel. So there's a new Marvel movie in theaters today called Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And when I tell you that this is one of the best Marvel movies of recent, trust me when I say that. Simu Liu, who plays Shang-Chi, is a fantastic new Marvel actor. And in it, he is... Um, plays a valet driver in California, San Francisco. Aquafina plays his best friend, and she learns that he's got these crazy martial arts skills that he's kind of been hiding. And after a threat has been made against his sister, he's forced to go back to China to deal with this deep family history that he kind of mm. left behind. Yeah. This, this, so you have, like, it, a basically an all-Asian cast in this movie, which is so fantastic, something we have not seen in a Marvel movie yet. Yeah. And it really has that, like, same fresh, invigorating feel that I thought with Black Panther and how it honors Chinese culture, traditions, brand-new characters, people you want to root for. And it felt different. I didn't always feel like I was just watching a Marvel movie the entire time. Well, that's interesting because it also, it's, you know, it's nice to see a film that's going to present, um, you know... 
It's going to present a story many of us are probably not familiar with, but it sounds like it does it in a way that's respectful, which has not always been the case. Right. You know, with martial right. arts and with the Chinese culture. Yeah, I think it, I think that uh, yeah, like you said, I think that representation there is so important, and you see the martial arts. What's kind of cool in this one too is that you got the the martial arts is so gorgeous, so beautiful to look at because it's martial arts kind of mixed with this magical, mystical realm. And I really felt like I was watching really beautiful dance. The way that it was shot and choreographed was exquisite. You know, okay. it wasn't just like a quick kung fu; like it was elegant choreography of this martial arts and what it means to these characters for their tradition and culture. What an awesome way to showcase that yeah. too, right? Like, yeah, if great. you if you do have an appreciation for martial arts for what it is, the arts piece of the martial arts, mm-hmm. yeah. um, it definitely, uh, it, what a nice way to showcase it. How many ticket subs for that? So I'm giving four out of five ticket subs for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And I think that these two characters, Shang-Chi and Katie, who's played by Aquafina, they um, they're going to have a big impact on the Marvel Cinematic Universe going forward. I can just tell that the way that they're kind of setting up future movies, how this movie ends, and the two actors, you know, Simu Liu and Aquafina are fantastic together. They have great chemistry. They're just best friends in the movie. It's perfect together. It's funny. Lots of great action, too. Listen, I will watch, I would watch Aquafina read the yeah, phone book. She's, she's hilarious. hilarious. Oh my God. And so yeah, talented and, and deserves every bit of the yeah. attention she gets. Paul McGuire Grimes, I wish we had time to get to your last offering this week. Unfortunately, we don't. But I know that you, uh, you, you probably are talking about it on all your social media platforms, correct? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Paul's trip to movies.com or at Paul's movie trip on social media. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you, Paul McGuire Thank Grimes. You, Paul. Thank you. You can see all of uh, his uh, great celebrity interviews on his YouTube channel, et cetera, et cetera. And you can always listen to him every Friday with us on the Colleen and Bradley show. And when we come back, what do we have? Dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. After this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, live from the Minnesota State Fair. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. And sometimes other places. Like? Florida. Oh, good. Yeah, we're going to Florida. We are going uh, to, I don't know where we are in Florida. It doesn't really matter. It's just somewhere over there in America's Schwanz. Um, we're going to meet 22-year-old Taylor Beverly. Okay. Hi, Taylor, Taylor Beverly was on a date. He was on his first date with a gal. Okay. And um, he uh, hopped on a motorcycle, and he was like, hey, honey, hop on, on a Saturday night, because they were going for a ride. I don't know where they were going. doesn't matter, but they were their mode of transportation was his motorcycle, and yep. he was driving it when he ran a red light. Okay. And I mean, I've done that before. And when you run a red light, you just cross your fingers and hope and pray that there is not a cop somewhere. Right. But in this case, uh, there was there was a cop in the intersection and the cop uh, turned on its lights and um, was trying to pull Taylor over. And guess what? Taylor did not pull over. Okay. He sped up. 
with his first date on the back of his motorcycle. Oh, no. He topped out not good. at speeds close to 100 miles per hour. Oh, my God. I'm sure his date was, like, screaming. On a motorcycle. Are you kidding me? I mean, let's a be cr- real. Julia wants to know who. A crazy, stupid idiot. Oh, she yeah. thinks it's a not celebrity. Not a celebrity. Not a She's celebrity. like, oh, I don't usually hear this part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she she just... <laughs> Julia has been um, oh my gosh de-wetting the uh, bleachers out here at the my talk booth, and Julia. she just about flooded one of our Julia's lovely listeners. Being hospitable, and she's squeegeeing the bleachers, and she uh, squeegeed it right into some of our lovely listeners. Okay, anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, so okay, so this. So 22-year-old Taylor Beverly, with his date on the back of the motorcycle, uh, ran a red light. The cops are chasing him. He's topping out at 100 miles per hour with his date on the back of the motorcycle. He is weaving in and out of traffic and running even more red lights. Oh, God. Quote, several red lights. Not good. Eventually, the cops were able to track him down and get him to pull over. And he did. And then they did the thing that I love that cops do. So be ready for this. Anytime you're doing a crime, the cop is going to say to you, why did you do that crime? They always do it. And if you think you're going to have a smart answer, the answer is no. You aren't going to have a smart answer. Well, also, it doesn't matter if your answer is smart, because here's the thing. You're You're still going to go to jail. Exactly. You still are a criminal. So he was asked, why were you driving like that? Why were you driving so fast? Why did you not pull over when you saw us? And he said, I was trying to show off for my date. He's, the woman was like, hey, I was screaming. Yeah, I'm sure telling she was him like, to stop, make him stop. Right? And yeah. he wouldn't stop. He, like, I got this. I got this. Are you ready for the sheet? The yeah. rap sheet? He is being charged with a felony for fleeing the cops. Yeah. He was released after he posted a $10,000 bond. Wow. And now this is not this guy is not does not have a clean record. He uh he was arrested and he already had a rap sheet. And that rap sheet includes convictions for cocaine possession, oh God. grand theft and well, passing a counterfeit check. The good news is she found out on the first date Right? Exactly. That this was a no-go. I don't think she'll be going out with him again. Yeah, that is definitely not second date material. He showed himself. Yeah. She's like, you know, um, I'm better off alone. I think right now I'm just not really looking for anything serious. I'm going to work on me. So. (laughs) Uh, Where are we going next, trainer? We are going to Florida. Florida. Um, So we're going to stay in Florida, basically. And I want to tell you about a woman. She's 44 years young. Her name is Melissa. And Melissa is a wife, and she has a husband. And she got really frustrated with her husband one night. It happens. And they got into an altercation. Uh, Verbal? Well, it started verbally. Okay. And then it became physical. Oh. um, When she decided that she was going to do something. And it's what she did that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. Oh. Did she go potty in the kitchen? No, she did not okay. go potty in the kitchen. She right. was in the kitchen, though. I will say that. Okay. But she wasn't pottying. She okay. was not pottying. Okay. She was in the kitchen. Oh, she took a ham out of the refrigerator and threw it at his head. No, but you're close. She threw something at his head, and it was not ham. Was it a frozen pizza? We've heard that one it before. It was not a frozen pizza. It was a big plate of spaghetti. 
And actually, she didn't throw the plate. I mean, this is where, you know, maybe she was thinking a little bit. She threw the spaghetti from the plate onto his head. I feel like there was a better way to go about that. And that, of course, led, it was an altercation. Also, this took place in front of their adult children. Oh, my. Which is delightful. It was like one in the morning. I'm like, what was going on what? in this family? Who's yeah. eating spaghetti at one in the morning in front of your family? I think it was one. I might have just made that up. But, I definitely want the whole story. But uh, I don't know the backstory of what caused it. But I will say they, they, they got pretty heated. He ended up with spaghetti all over his face. Police were called. This is what I always find interesting because I don't condone domestic violence no. or throwing of food, no. obviously, right? No. Um, but when the police arrived, they said that he, well, he even said uh, himself that he wasn't injured. He was just covered in spaghetti sauce. So she just tossed a bunch of spaghetti sauce at him. And then he called the cops. Well, I don't know who called the cops. I mean, the kids might have called the cops for all I know, but the, co the cops were indeed called. She was arrested for uh, aggravated assault. Um, I so would say it was aggravated gonna... a spaghetti. Okay. A sauce. A sauce. A sauce. Aggravated a sauce. Good. She did uh, have to go to jail mm. and um, will never be able to eat spaghetti again. But one of the interesting things was on her rap sheet, this is not the first time she's gotten an altercation. She actually has beaten her husband up before, I think with car keys once. Um, so this woman has a record of assault. No. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, well, hopefully she'll get that under control. Hopefully she'll maybe be required to take a class yeah, or something. Yeah, it seems like that would be helpful. But, I hope. you know, don't throw spaghetti. Also, what a waste of spaghetti. Spaghetti? It is, although sometimes spaghetti's not good. Well, yes. Like, right? When you get yes. a mediocre sauce. That's never fun. I'm not going to mention brand names. But, Thank you. you. Know, there are a few. Oh, but I, like I will tell you. I'll tell you who doesn't make a mediocre sauce, and I get paid nothing to tell you this. Rayos, yeah, which you can get in a jar, and there's no sugar in it. It is delicious. Yeah, they sell that at the Costco. Yeah, they do, and the big, and that's you the spicy the kind. Yeah, and you can get the spicy kind that has a little kick to it. Um, all right, do you want to know what we're doing next? Yes, I, please. I so desperately want to make this a Florida hat trick, but I cannot. You could just lie. I could lie, but uh, it wouldn't actually make sense because. We're going across the pond. We are going to Kent. And here's the thing. Um, because this is... I, I think they do driving differently there. Okay, I know that they do driving differently, right? Other side of the street. That's yep. not what I'm here to talk about, though. Um, apparently, I believe there... When you are a learner, when you are learning how to drive... A learner, yeah. You know, it's not like here where you have to then drive with an adult at all times. Okay. I think you can get like a special provisionary kind of permit that allows you to drive alone... Okay. ...in certain circumstances. So what had happened was there was a, a young driver who was a learner who had this particular type of provisionary learning license. Okay. And... um. They, uh, they, Pat, hold on. I'm trying to scroll the right. Do, do you know how, like, some computers <laughs> scroll one direction and some go the yeah, other? Well, see, it's been bothering problem. me all week. You have an Apple. Yes. These are Windows, and Windows goes opposite <sighs> on the trackpad. Okay, so this learner driver was driving along, and another driver upset them on yep. the road. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so they did what people do, which I hope people are doing less of because you never know what the other person is going to do. Yep. They used a hand gesture. Oh. 
at the other car. Don't do that. Here's the problem. Unless it's like stop. Right, exactly. Like stop, hold on a second. No, but the one fingered gesture is not a good idea. Uh, It turns out it was an unmarked police car that this young driver flipped off. Oh, my. Oh, you know what? This one actually falls into the category of crazy, stupid, kidiot. Oh, cute. Yes, and that is all credit to a young man named Finn who came to our booth earlier and said, when it's kids, you should call it yeah, a crazy, stupid kid. Yeah, uh, not an adult. It's right? true. Was this, a, was this a middle finger or was this the British uh, two-finger salute? That's a great question. Because I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know what, I don't know what they, the two-finger like salute were, is. That's where you do it like this. Oh, oh. I'm not going to do it up here because I don't want to show the audience. Thank you. It's like bowling, Although sort I did of. It down but it's, here. yeah. <laughs> That looks a little different. Whatever it was, the kid made a gesture that was not uh, pleasing to the undercover cops. So the undercover cops pulled him over, took and confiscated his car. Didn't arrest him. They confiscated his car. He had to walk home. And Poor then, kid. and then, and then, apparently, see, this is all very foreign to me, literally. Why would you confiscate literally. the car for I don't a know. finger gesture? They seized the Seems car. a little severe. Um, and then they had to, uh, then they weighed the car, and apparently it was over the limit of what you can have in the car. I don't know what any of that it's means. There's a lot of rules over there. I know, but what I've learned is don't drive in England. Just yeah. let somebody else I drive you. I would not do that anyway. It would and be also, dangerous. keep your fingers to yourself. Yeah. Thank also, you very much. That's, yeah, that's a good way to, yeah, it's, don't do that. Just don't do Just it. Just don't do that. Just don't do it. No, I don't feel like we need to take cars away. Well, yeah, I well, I'm I'm wondering honestly. I'm wondering if that's not the solution to this type of provisionary license. Like yeah. if well, like if you do you naughty things lesson. like that, then you don't get your car. Fine. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we'll tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get a little throwback Live. after this on my talk one oh seven one.